Nerds, dweebs, dorks, not born, but made. Nerds were once ridiculed, mocked, wedgied. Undeterred, nerds have persevered to take over the mainstream, defining popular culture. This is the story of one such nerd blazing his own middle-aged trail. And now he is determined to pass along his knowledge to the next generation. For this is... Hello! Welcome to Indoctrination, where we aim to discover if a 40-something dad can convince his children that the nerdy stuff he loves is cool. I'm your host, Tom Walworth, and welcome to my journey to paternal relevance or irrelevance. It has been a minute, and even as I am speaking these words, I have no idea when this episode is going to drop. I got all excited because we got both of the recording sessions done in short order, and then life happened again and editing didn't happen. So here we are with Almost Gotten. This was first aired on November 10th, 1992. It's number 35 in the air order, but it is 18th on the second volume of the collection. There is not a lot to talk about on this end, which should be a relief for all of y'all, um, especially since we are editing less of the conversations with the children. So I will simply say this is written by Paul Dini, and Paul Dini episodes are always amazing. And my shame is that even though Paul Dini episodes are the best, I clearly was not fully paying attention. Apparently the basement is just a little bit too comfortable and I should be standing around like my son does, jumping up and down trying to keep myself awake. He does it for other reasons. Apparently I need to do it to stay awake. And since we have already talked about Paul Dini on a previous episode, today we will focus on one member of this all-star cast. This is an episode all about the villains all being in the same place at the same time. So you got your Kevin Conroy, Batman, you got your Mark Hamill Joker, you have Arlene Sorkin as Harley Quinn. I'm still trying to remember if they called her Harley in that one or not. But we're going to save Arlene Sorkin for another episode when she is the star. Richard Maul as Two-Face, Paul Williams as the Penguin, Aaron Kincaid as Killer Croc, Adrian Barbeau as Catwoman, but today we are going to talk about Diane Pershing. If I already talked about Diane Pershing in a previous episode, I guess you'll let me know. She is the voice of Pamela Isley, Poison Ivy. And like many of the people in this show, once they have done a voice of a DC character, that character becomes, uh, that character comes around quite often for them to play. So let's just see. Since 1992, she's played Poison Ivy in Batman the Animated Series, The Adventures of Batman and Robin, The New Batman Adventures, Batman Vengeance, a video game I don't know anything about. Apparently, I need to find that. Um, a show called Gotham Girls, The Static Shock TV Show, The Justice League Show, and, yep, that's all it is. And various other things. 
that are largely voice acting gigs. I don't know much about Diane Pershing outside of that. The things that she's done, a lot of small bits. She was in the Superman show in 1988 as Mrs. White. I'm guessing Perry White's wife, perhaps. She was in the Smurfs, which is pretty cool. Um, the real Ghostbusters, one of the staples for me as a kid. Maybe that one should make a make a round for. Maybe that one should make the rounds for us to watch, or at least watch some of them. And she was in She-Ra. Inspector Gadget, wow, a lot of stuff that I've seen. Hats off to Diane Pershing and the entire cast of Almost Got Him. All right, so what was the name of the episode we just watched? Almost Got Him. What do you want to be called um, today? Think hard before you blurt. (laughs) Why blurt? Blurting out means just saying the first thing that comes to your mind. Even while someone else is talking, which is something you do a lot. You blurt a lot. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. What do you want it to be? I'm not fine. You don't want to be called fine? Okay, what do you want to be? Um, let's see. Dratini! Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to hear names in, in Pokemon voice. Dratini. Dratini. Dratini? Drew. 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 Teeny. Like D R U. Yeah, D R U. Drew Teeny. What about you, Drew Teeny's sister? <laughs> I'll be called. I'll be called Drew Teeny too. How, how can about, you both be about, Drew Teeny? How about Drew Teeny one and Drew Teeny two? I'm shining Drew Teeny. Shining Drew Teeny. No, I AKA want to be Radiant Drutini. Okay. okay, I'll be Radiant Drutini. So Radiant and Shiny? Mm. Perfect. Actually, Radiant and Shiny are basically the same thing. I know, but I like this a lot. So Radiant and Shiny Drutini, which just makes me think of Star Wars. Um, you know the Jawas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember who the Jawas are in Star Wars? No. They're the ones that, that, um, that find... R2D2 and C3PO on Tatooine and they try and they sell them to Uncle Owen. Who's Uncle Owen? Luke and his Uncle Owen. Oh. But I've never met him. I haven't Yes, you it's have. It's been a long time. It's been a while. We're getting there. Um we're we're re we're rewatching everything and we are about to start watching Star Wars Rebels and then we'll get to see the original Star Wars movies again. So yeah. the reason that you made me think of the Jawas when you called it when you called yourselves Drutini is because the Jawas say Utini, Utini, Utini. So Drutini, radiant and shiny. All right, so almost got him. <laughs> it's a pretty simple episode, I think. Yes. You should be able to get through it's that pretty very quickly. Simple. So we don't need to do all the details, but I'll set it up and then y'all can tell me about the stories. And it is shorter than well others. Well, the the story, the, it's funny. The show lasts just as long as all the other ones, but it seemed like it got over quickly. Yeah. So the basic idea is, for reasons. Um, but it's a story with stories in it. <laughs> I, yes. See how you're blurting again? Sorry. All right. So the basic setup is that... Um, the bad guys are at a poker table playing poker 
and Joker's cheating. And who was there? Who's at the Who's at the table? How is Joker cheating? Oh, at one point he pulls an ace out of his sleeve, and puts it with the rest of his cards. But who else is there besides Joker? Radiant. Um, let's see. You name one, and we'll go back and forth. Okay, Killer Croc. Killer Croc and. And he well, Killer Croc got out and. No, no. Then... Just, who, Poison who Ivy there? came in. Poison Ivy came in. Who else is there? Uh, the Penguin. And? Joker. And? Two-Face. Two-Face. So those, was that? Five? Iconic villains. Yeah, so you go. Joker, Two-Face, Penguin, Killer Croc, and Poison Ivy. Okay. So, they don't do much card playing, but they all are talking about how they're hiding out and laying low from Batman. And they all say, ooh, we got a story, but we almost got Batman. Yeah, and they all tell their stories, all five of them, except for Color Croc, because well, he's got hey, a lame one. Why do, you always have to, why do you always have to jump to the end? Just let the stories happen. So what's the first story that we, that we, that we hear about? Um, it was Poison Ivy's. Okay. So. Why, why, you, you, why don't you tell the Poison Ivy story? So Poison Ivy, hold on. Maybe you should not drink all the things you're drinking so you don't have to burp all the time. So Poison Ivy filled thousands of pumpkins with Poison Ivy gas. And when they were lit, they would explode, putting out Poison gas. Poison Ivy gas. Right. And how did she almost get Batman? By nearly, ah, says nearly, killing him with the poison gas. But how does he get away? A mask. Which he gets from? The car. Which gets to him how? With a special gizmo in his belt. Utility belt. That's remote It's his best friend. So that's how she almost got him. She poisoned him, and he got close, but because of his his utility belt, he got away. What was the next story? Do you remember? The utility belt is Batman's best friend. Yeah, they talk about that later in the in the show. Indeed, touch go. Okay, uh, shiny. Do you remember what the next story was after Poison Ivy? Um, was it Two Face? Was it is it a Two Face or a Penguin? I don't remember which. Oh, right, it was Two Face. Yes, it was but his story is hard. It's not that hard. Well, somehow he gets. Batman. Do, uh, I'm trying to remember. Do we see him capture Batman, or is he already captured? He's already captured. No, no, no. Just me- men walking with Batman. Oh, he was doing. He, he was doing a bank robbery. He was doing a bank robbery. He was doing a bank robbery for you know two million dollars in two dollar bills, and his goons caught him. Caught Batman. Don't show how. They just show up. And they're taking him away. You mean the two-ton gang? Yeah, the two-ton gang. And then, then what happens? And then he, Batman's on a giant coin. On a giant penny. He's tied to it. What's the plan? Um, it's not a plan. What? If he lands. Well, how are they? How are they going to flip the coin? With a, what's it called again? It's a hard name. Well, he's on. He's on like um. It's sort of like a, a seesaw. A seesaw. You mean and, a stomp board? It's kind of like that. Okay, I guess they call them stomp boards now. But um, 
on so ba on one end is Batman tied to this giant penny, and on the other end they're using what's called a forklift. What are they going to drop on the other end? Um, something really heavy. It's probably like gold bricks or something. It looked like a rock or another, or like maybe two pennies. Something <laughs> something super heavy, right? And, okay, and 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 he, uh, bat. And here's what he told him: If he lands on, what's he on? Heads or if, tails? It doesn't matter. If, the, if basically, if the penny lands, um, with Batman underneath it, he gets squished. But if he get, but if he's still alive, it'll actually just break all of his bones. Right. How does he almost get Batman? Um, if it wasn't for that plastic penny. It wasn't a plastic penny. It was his coin. Remember the, the when the first time we met, we met uh, Two Face, and he flipped a coin, and Batman tossed all the other coins, so he couldn't figure out which one was his. Apparently, he found it. And w did you notice that on that on one edge of it, it was really really sharp. Uh huh. So uh, so how did how did how did Batman almost how did Batman get away? He well, he used a penny, the sharp penny. I don't know how he got it, but he used a sharp pen, the sharp edge, and cut the rope. Yeah, and 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 uh, when it, he went up, he fell out of the coin, fell off the coin. Yeah, so he he so Two Face saw it coming, so he quickly launched the penny, but Batman cut the rope in time, and. Mhm. Mm Cut the rope in time, and knocked knocked out um, Two Face right into a bunch of coins. And the coins fell on him. Yeah, and then he used the forklift to do to do what? Um, to um. Uh, wait, wait, wait. This is what I said. Go ahead. It's raining. It's raining. Money. <laughs> Two Face. Two Face. That's <laughs> you did sing that. It's funny. And um, so how does Batman get the rest of the thugs? He uses a forklift, and he gets their shorts and... <laughs> yeah, it's something that's, that can only they go happen up in the in the air. They go up in the air, but what do they... What? Just hang there for a while. It's one of those things, he's chasing after them with the with the forklift and somehow uses the forklift and catches them by the collars of their shirts without, like, I don't know, impaling them or running them over. I think that's pretty unlikely. Also, Wait. one thing. Um, the other two guys were squashed by the penny. Oh, that's right. They were. Oh, you forgot the part when Batman kicked Two-Face in the face. Oh, that's how we got knocked into the bag of pennies. Yep. <laughs> Next oh, it's penguin. penguin. Penguin, right? Yeah. It's the hardest. You oh, take yeah. it. Oh, the penguin. Oh, what did happen to the penguin? Oh, he went uh, to the all right. So, so he, he basically, uh, Penguin, what he did is he, he spread some rumors around that he was going to steal the condors out of the Gotham Zoo, which we already know that he has a thing for big birds from the first time we met the penguin in the yeah. whatever that uh, I got Batman in my basement episode. Yeah, wait, wait. There's a condor in that one, too. Wait. You mean a vulture? But this one, it ha Okay, vulture. This one has small birds instead of big birds. But it does have a big bird. I'm getting there. 
fine. So he lets it be known that he's going to be at the Gotham Zoo. So Batman shows up, and they fight, and he sprays something on him. And he's like, oh, I brought the wrong umbrella. And runs into the zoo. As soon as Batman comes in the zoo, the door is closed behind him, and he's locked in. And so the penguin releases some teeny tiny birds that look like hummingbirds that are attracted to the pheromones that he's that he uh sprayed all over Batman which is what so they what it was in fact the correct umbrella but the thing about these birds is that they may have been tiny but they had poison tipped beaks yeah i wanted to <clears throat> say that well you told me to tell Before. the story so i'm telling the story Before. Yeah, you all, y'all can, y'all can fight over who tells the next two stories. Well, actually, technically three stories. Um, so where was I? So Batman, instead of diving into the water for some reason, he he throws a batarang up at the sprinkler system, and it showers water that not only like rubs the uh, like washes the pheromones off his jacket, but also those birds don't fly in in rain. The the their, their wings are going too fast; they don't work in rain or something. At least that's how I read it. But the penguin wasn't done. He sent this really large bird after him. I what? told you there was a large bird. Um, I didn't forget. Do you remember what it was called? No. Um, is it one? Of, is this? Is it from Australia or something? It, maybe. But it, it had this has this big like like a um very bony crest on its head, and very sharp claws, and he, so he scratches. The gun he pulls. I guess out. I guess Batman did get poked by one of the one of the uh, the little the little birds because he was going for a, he was he was pulling out a um an antidote from his you know like a like a little I don't know, utility like, belt. Utility but how belt. does he get those big things in there? I know because it's like it was like a whole gun, right? It was like a gun that was that like he apparently has just for antidotes. He always he's always prepared. Anyway, so he's going reaching for the gun. He gets slashed by this big bird, so he's, his solution is to grab one of the little birds and poke the big bird in the leg with the poison beak, mm-hmm. and then he gives himself the antidote, and Penguin escape. And Penguin <clears throat> escapes with his um with his uh helicopter umbrella. Almost got him. But then the best for last. Well, but then, then there's the well, who was who was the last story was from the Joker, but. But actually, but the but the best is actually for last. Well, well who, what, what did Killer Croc do? I, you wanted to say it with this one, Radiant. Uh, yeah, um, he was in the mines. Then Batman showed up and he threw a rock at him. Now, did we ever get to see that story? No. No, he just told it. And what did it all so the, what did all dumb. the bad guys do? Stare at him. It was so dumb. Yeah. yeah. They were just like, they were just like, I'm realizing that's that my... a very short story, bro. Yeah. You didn't even get to take off his mask. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, re- I'm beginning to realize that there's yes. a... you're blurting again. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm beginning to realize that there's, there's a, I think I, my brain phased out for a second. And so there's a little bit of the story that I'm not sure. I know it's the Joker next. So let's work together on the Joker story. So what was Joker doing? Joker. He, he was in a show. Yeah, he had he had taken over a television studio, and he had somehow, and he he had all this audience there. Mm-hmm. And how was he keeping the audience in line? 
with with bodyguards, with guns. Guns. They all had guns pointed at him. And apparently he had caught Batman the night before at a bank robbery. And what was Batman sitting in? A chair that could make heat. Yeah, like, or like electrocute him. Buzz and 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 what him. what made the what made the buzzing happen? Laughter. And so, the Joker. <laughs> what did he use to make everybody in the audience laugh? Laugh gas. Laughing gas. So it's getting worse and worse but, and worse. But they had to read the telephone book. Yeah, yeah. So Harley Harley Quinn was reading the telephone book, and they were all laughing. But how <laughs> they would laugh for anything? That's right. Even for a how long was Batman time. saved? Did he save himself? No, Catwoman. Cat the cat woman. of the woman. Women of the cats. Okay, this is where I, I get a little fuzzy <laughs> on my memory because I know I know how. I, don't. Um, is that the end? Is that the end of the Joker story? And then they go back to the poker table. No. Well, when does isn't there like a reveal before the very end? Because I know the very end is Batman and, and Catwoman, but I'm trying to remember. Um. Doesn't isn't, isn't no like... Catwoman? Um. Somehow so Cat... saves him. Somehow saves. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. Radiant. So Catwoman um swipes at her whip at Harley Quinn, grabbing her by the ankles and pulling her down. Okay. Then a few seconds later. Something um, what I said. The thugs were were going at her. Then she oh. whips her 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 whip at the Emma um, uh, at one of the skylights, bringing it down and hitting the thugs in the and hitting the thugs in the stomach. Okay. Right. And then she sets Batman free. Mm-hmm. Then hey. she puts a cat. Then she goes after Joker, and and after she catches Joker. <gasps> <clears throat> Harley Quinn bops her in the back with the ba- uh with the um, uh, with the boxing glove pistol. You said what I said saves Batman. Yeah. Okay, so what happens after Harley Quinn shoots the the boxing glove pistol on Catwoman? It's just... my turn. Yeah, go ahead. She gets taken to a factory with a cat on it, <laughs> and Harley Quinn tells her things i can't remember what she says but so after the joker tells his um his story about how we almost got him hey that's too far you're not paying attention she said that they that they took catwoman to some cat factory with a cat on it and harley was saying something but she couldn't remember what harley was saying do you remember what harley was saying i don't know okay 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 she so said so how does how does how do we get so somebody has to save Catwoman now? So Batman came and almost before she gets crushed and she's and he's going to take down Harley Quinn and then save Catwoman. And he knows there's a lover behind him. He's smart. A lover behind him? That can turn he opens the door to the lover and mm-hmm. then he Pushes it down, and then it stops, and then Harley Quinn says, Huh, good choice. Or, good do, we, do, we need to, <laughs> do we need to watch that part again? Um, help. Um, help. And she says, help. And then 
she somehow they somehow get out and Harley Quinn is arrested and Oh I fell asleep. And Batman and that and Batman nearly gets kissed by um uh Catwoman, Catwoman and she gets away and and she says Almost got him. Now that's the very end of the episode, but I have a memory of Killer Croc revealing that he's actually Batman. Did I did I make that up or did um, that happen? Um, it happened, and I'll tell when you. Did, when did it happen? After the Joker said his tale, his story. Okay, thing. so okay. okay, here's what I'm trying to understand because I, I clearly I fell asleep. Where is the point in Joker's story where he ends it? Then we switch to Batman, and then how do we get? I'm so confused. Um, do we need to pause and and watch the very end of the show again? No. So tell me. Um, after Car- Harley, so the Joker ended his story with Harley with a man, with Catwoman being hit in the back with the boxing glove. Oh right, because Batman had already escaped. Yeah. Okay. And after Joker ended his tale and he got all the money, a few seconds later, um, Killer Croc said, "I don't think so," and then he. Grabs Batman, um, the Joker, and throws him onto a table, one of the poker tables. Okay. And how does that lead into the bit with Catwoman saying, I almost got him at the end? Well, just a few seconds later, we have a traitor in the house, and then Batman just snaps, and then everyone else pulls out a gun. <clears throat> He said, "Then the one bad, girl." All the bad, all the all the bad people are pointing guns at Batman. He, no, at the villains. All is, the it, good is it all cops? People. All cops. I totally fell asleep for that. There was one girl. There was one. <laughs> there was one lady. And then he said, "There was I'm one." I'm not girl. too bad at tricks myself. And then it leads. And then it leads to um, a Batman but saving you Catwoman. Forgot, but you forgot the one girl. There was one girl wearing a red dress with a gun in her hand. Okay. I guess so. And in the aftermath of all of that, Batman and Catwoman meet on the top of a roof? Yeah. Okay. Now it makes sense. <laughs> well, wait. did Cat Was Catwoman, like, being held captive or something? Uh, she was going to get crushed into cat food. Oh, okay. Time out. So... Batman reveals himself, and the whole thing's a sting, and everybody's at, all the cops are there at the thing. Mm-hmm. How do we get from there to Catwoman's um, death trap? Wait, what? You, there's one. I have you no missed. idea. What I missed? There's one that. thing everybody missed. Go ahead. He, well, Killer, Killer Croc, who's AKA Batman, right. said it was a big rock in the. In the uh, yeah, I know. I remember that part. <laughs> what I'm trying to remember is how do we get from the place where there's the, the whole big fight at the poker table to Batman saving Catwoman from the thing? Well, after everybody points guns and Killer Croc, who's a.k.a. Batman, goes goes away, then it goes to... It just cuts there? And then it goes... Okay. You know what? I think we've got enough. It's close enough. Everyone, if you really want to watch it, um, you'll watch it. It's fun. Yeah. So now we're going to um, talk about all the things we liked and didn't like. So let's start with Radiant. Well, probably the big poker table matchup. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That? 
because I did not expect to see literally every single cup in Gotham City, even the SWAT team, there. Every single thing. Every every person. Even the army. The even the army. army. Okay. And the SWAT team. Okay, how about even you? Even the commissioner. Yeah, well, he's always there for some reason. Yeah. Okay, uh, Shiny. All the girls just doing the thing. The good girls and the bad girls? Yeah. I think, honestly, I like it when all the bad guys, all the villains are together. But yeah, I love, no, especially now knowing that it was Batman as Killer Croc saying, I threw a rock at him. It was a big rock. <laughs> Just, I don't, I don't know if he, <laughs> part of me wants to think that that's Batman not knowing how to tell a story. And part of me wants to think that he's just doing his best Killer Croc impersonation. <laughs> All right, so something yeah. that you didn't like. Is anything you didn't like there, Radiant? Um, probably Catwoman. Hey, hey, ho, ha, ha. Poison Ivy story. story. And Exploding pumpkins. Is that... Is anyone going to fall for that? No. Because you know what you have to have in a pumpkin to quote-unquote light it is a candle. So she what, like, grew pumpkins that if there's fire anywhere near them, they would explode? I don't know. Well, it, well, for for that technically to work, gunpowder. Well, it's superhero science, so who cares? Wait, who cares? No, no. She put, well, first she put a, um... Lighter in the pumpkin and it exploded. Yeah, now what did you not like? I did not like... I wanted to see... I did not like not seeing the fight because I really wanted to see the fight. You wanted to see the fight? Yeah. Which fight did you not see? The fight at the poker tail. Did you fall asleep like me? No, I just... There wasn't... You barely... You... Like I said... One Batman, Killer Croc, who A.K.A. walks away, who is who A.K.A. is Batman, walks away. Then it cuts. Then it, it cuts to the. Can I guess? Can I figure out what you're saying? Are you saying that you wanted to see more of the fight? It ended too soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't have it a thing. That I did at the start. Gotcha. I, there's a. There's, I didn't. I don't have a thing that I don't like. But I wanted to point out the second thing that I liked that I, that I forgot to say before. Um, there's always this uh, humongous penny in the Batcave, and now we know where the humongous penny came from. Came from his run-in with uh, Two Face. He's like, yeah. oh, they let him keep it. So I thought that was kind of cool. To see where that big penny came. I was hoping it would be from like a more iconic story. Not yeah. This, not this throwaway thing, but. Yeah. Whatever. That was funny. Okay. Whatever. So, um, Batarangs, and then we're going to sign off for the first half of this episode. And then because it is late, we're going to have to have a quick shower and go to bed. So, uh, rate it. Radiant. Drutini. Five. Solid five. Full five. Okay. How about you, uh, Shiny Drutini. I will give it a two. Ooh. Yeah, fight really, that, that lack of fight really took it out of you. I'm surprised you cared about the fight. You usually like the stuff with the girls and the kissing. 
and there was a little bit of I almost liked kissing. All the girls doing their thing, but the not seeing the fight made me sad. Oh, that's interesting. I am not giving it a five, even though I tend to give Paul Dini episodes. He's the one who wrote this episode fives. I'm only going to give it a four, just because it's super cute, but it's not like important. It's not like a real impactful episode, but it's very very fun. I highly recommend <laughs> checking it out. Um, and there we go. So we are going to see you. Next what's, time. The, what's the episode? The other one, like the wolf something. Well, wolf. wolf night. Um, moon of the wolf. Moon of the wolf. We will oh, see you oh, in oh. Moon of the Wolf next time. And now a word from my non-sponsors. And now we are ready to talk about Moon of the Wolf, which was originally aired November 11th, 1992, the 36th episode in air order, but it is number 15 on the second volume of the collection. This was written by Len Wein and edited by Martin Pasco, but we're going to talk about Len Wein because we already talked about the other guy. He is best known for this show, Batman the Animated Series, but he has written on a ton of animated stuff. He wrote on the X-Men animated series, which we're hopefully going to talk about in a future season of this podcast, as well as the Spider-Man, the animated series. He wrote on the Thrilling Adventure Hour, which I highly recommend you check out if you can. I don't know if they're still behind a paywall or if you need to go back in time to when they were free on, on Apple Podcasts. But um, he's also written for uh, DC Direct Video uh, things like Batman, Bad Blood, Justice League Dark. He was one of the writers of the movie Logan, one of my favorites. He was also on the writing staff for Swamp Thing, which was a TV show that was going to go on HBO Max, which I did, which is just called Max now. And then it was on the CW, and it was pretty good, but apparently it was really, really expensive. And I think of the, all of the things he's done recently, the one that I enjoy the most is that he's writing for the Harley Quinn television show. He's writing for the Harley Quinn television show, which I love. The voice cast has one female that is listed. Her name is Janet May, and there's not a lot about her on IMDb. I would imagine that she is not big on the screen by this. Yeah, that's obvious. But she has lent her voice to characters on The Mighty Mouse and The New Adventures back in 1987, The Flintstone Kids back in 1986, but her known fours include a movie called Crossroads in 2002. Her most recent credit is Ouroboros, playing Jane Hausberg. It's a short film. She's done a lot of shorts recently, so I'm not entirely sure what her career is like, but I hope it's going really, really well. Harry Hamlin is playing the role of Romulus, the guy who is the the werewolf, and his best-known role is Perseus in Clash of the Titans. I'm not really going to talk about his role in Mad Men or even L.A. Law, which was a much bigger role for him in total in his career, 
but I never watched it. Clash of the Titans is one of those movies that may have to make its way onto this podcast before too long because it's pretty iconic. We have to show the kids all of that lovely stop animation in a role that I don't even remember from this episode because I'm recording this way, way later than when we recorded with the children. I apologize for taking over a month to get this episode out. We have Peter Scolari. Now, Peter Scolari may be, according to IMDb's uh, profile, his known fours, uh, for The New Heart, 142 episodes, and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. But I think we all know that he should and will be best known for his role as Tom Hanks' best friend in Bosom Buddies. That's the show I watched a lot when I was a kid. I don't, I don't remember uh, missing an episode once we knew it was on. And uh, he's played a lot, a lot of stuff. He Most recently, he was in uh, Gotham as a corrupt police commissioner. And his last credit before he passed away was in the TV series Evil as Bishop Thomas Marks. So you will be missed, Mr. Scolari. In the role of the main villain, well, I should say the villain behind the villain, uh, making a return from a previous episode is Treat Williams, playing the role of... I can find it. The, roles of, the role of Dr. Achilles Milo. Apparently, in this episode, they give him the title Dr. Achilles Milo, but I don't recall anyone ever saying his first name or even the word doctor. But we last saw him as you will find when we talk about it in the episode. He was in the Cat Scratch Fever episode. And I only know him from one, I guess it was the WB at the time, before it became the CW, uh, a show called Everwood. And in terms of his credits, that's probably the one where he has spent the most time on one job. I suppose that's not entirely true because he was in a show called Chesapeake Shores for about six years uh, recently, and his, his and he's currently in the show Blue Bloods for about six episodes. But um, I don't know much about him, but he's one of those guys that, that um, I've seen him in lots of things, I think. I know the name because, I mean, you remember, you remember a name like Treat, but he's not sticking out for me. Loved him in this role. Really, really nasty. So in the category of I apologize if I already talked about this guy, but he's so amazing we have to talk about him again, is Frank Welker. Frank Welker is known for many, many things, most notably being the original voice of Fred in Scooby-Doo. In this episode, he is playing the werewolf voice. He does a lot of animal voices as well as the voices of actual people. But in this one, he is the werewolf voice. Other things he has done in the DC, or the Batman world at least, in Batman Beyond, he plays the voice of Ace, the Bat-Hound. In Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, he plays Wolf, which I believe is a, a gang member who has spliced his DNA with 
a wolf. And he plays Batboy and Fred and Scooby-Doo in Batman the Brave and the Bold. He is the original voice of Megatron. He, it's too much. It really is too much. Um, the guy is amazing, and anything he's in, he's astounding. And we should all, um, we should all buy everything that he does and consume any product that he's a part of because the dude's amazing. So so amazing. So I will leave with that, and hopefully I wasn't rambling too much. We'll see you at the end of the episode. We just got finished watching <laughs> Moon of the Wolf. And this one seems pretty simple. Yeah. Much like the last one. Not a yeah. complicated story. Not, yeah. So who, which one of you wants to get started, Radiant or Shiny? Radiant. Uh, okay. okay, fine. Radiant. Radiant, what's the first? Well, how's the story go? So, during the very first scene, we see um one of the zoo guards, zoo security, um walking in the park with his dog. Then this dog starts to growl. Then, then a woman just comes running out of a tunnel. Then just a few seconds later, a werewolf appears, wearing shorts. My turn. Okay. <laughs> then the dog attacks the werewolf, and then we see a scene where the dog gets, in, well, is in a bush and then runs away. And before you, before we continue, did you notice something about the color of the bush that the dog got thrown into? Mm, no. Well, one of the things that they do with um, with hand-drawn animation is that they have a background thing that's one set of colors, and then they animate just the parts that they need. And you may have noticed that the color of the bush was a lot brighter than yeah. the color of the bushes all around it. Mm-hmm. And you can usually tell when you, when you see uh, an old cartoon or an old animated movie and you see one thing in the in the frame that's a little bit not the same colors as yeah, everything around it. Yeah, very lighter. light. It means that it's going to start moving. It's going to be interacted. Uh, they're going to interact with one of the characters. So the dog got thrown into the bush, and then what happened? And then the where and then and then we see the dog running away, and then we see nothing but the bushes. Okay. And then we see the werewolf chasing the man. Right. And when he gets to a uh, bridge, this this is a park, sort of like Central Park in New York City. But it's a zoo. Well, he, I don't think they're actually at the zoo at this point. We thought they were at the beginning, but I think he's just a zoo uh, worker wearing his uh, uniform, just walking his dog. At, at first I thought, why would they have security with a dog at the zoo? That seems strange. But I don't think they were actually at the zoo because why would there be a late night runner at the zoo? Don't you have to pay money to get into the zoo? Yeah. Usually. Okay. So they get to this bridge, and he's about to. He's picked up. The werewolf has picked up this guy by the, by the collar, and out of the darkness, saying, "Why don't you pick a fight with me?" Yes. Comes Batman. And, and then the man. Gets thrown into the water, and then they have the fight. Right, and then 
Radiant? Um, then Batman dives in, getting him out of the water. And the werewolf has disappeared. Yeah. yeah. It's and, like the wind. Yeah, and I thought, I don't know, every time Batman, with that big old cape, goes into the water, I think, man, he's going to drown. It's really hard to swim with clothes on. Tight suit? Yeah, I know, but the but the maybe the maybe, I don't know. He's wearing tights and then underwear. Yeah. yeah, that is really weird. I don't really, quite, really I don't weird. Quite understand the underwear over the tights, but all right. And like underwear on the outside. <laughs> From we can be heroes. Right. So um, I can't remember exactly. I remember I remember a lot of the scenes. I can't remember exactly the order. Is this where he goes to talk to Commissioner Gordon? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. And he ex- he's talking about uh, this guy in a, a werewolf mask attacked someone, and and for the first time we see him like opening the window to Gordon's office to get out. Mm-hmm. We never see him do that. We usually just see him disappear. But um, while he's there, he I guess he notices some hairs on his hand on on his hand. Puts them in his utility belt and goes uh, back to the Batcave. But <laughs> Gordon was on the phone and then he looked back and then Batman was gone. But he should have known it was coming because he saw him open the window, right? They 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 lasted. They they lingered on the shot of the the um it was the blinds blowing in the wind as Batman left for probably longer than they needed to. What happens next, Radiant? Well. <clears throat> We see Batman in the Batcave, and he's watching. TV. I mean, he's watching an informational um, video about lumber wolves. Did you say lumber wolves? Yeah, that's the wolf. What is it really? A werewolf. No, they're actually timber wolves. Oh shoot, timber. Timber, as in like you know, wood. Timber. There you go. So they're called Timberwolves. There's actually a, a a basketball team called the Timberwolves in the NBA. Anyway. And I'm totally not going to spoil. Yeah, th- thank you. So in the oh, Batcave, and Alfred asks him if he's want if he's thinking about getting a new pet. And what happens after that? Do you remember, Shiny? He says no. <laughs> well, beyond that. I remember you said something. The Batman, like, drives off. And you said something about the Batcave. How right? does he not? How does he not fall off? Yeah, there's lots of real like Curves. steep places where you could just with like deep chasms and you know. Yeah, like I'm like. He must be a very good driver. <laughs> yes, very good driver, or even just walking around, you think you know someone might fall. So he drives off. I can't remember where he drives to. Um. Uh. Well, the next scene is at a place. And we see that familiar guy, but I forget his name. Oh, right. Milo. Mm. Yeah, so we see um, Dr. Milo. Now, I think in the credits, they give him the last name, but they don't actually say it in the show. We saw this character not too long ago in the Cat Scratch Fever episode. Yeah. He was the one who was designing the um, sort of the rabies-like thing for Daggett. Mm-hmm. And he's having a conversation with, well, he's he's waiting, and he has a stopwatch. And the werewolf comes 
bursting through the door, but he does. He seems very, very calm. And then, but he takes all the things off of the desk. Well, the yeah, the, the werewolf knocks everything off the desk, and Milo's all oh, so very dramatic. And seven seconds happen, and he turns into a person. A person. Yes. Very big muscles, actually. Very so what do we, so what do we know about this guy, who was the werewolf? Do you remember his name or anything he did? Uh, no, but I do know what he did. He he played in the Olympics. Right. He's a. Uh, I think his name was Anthony Romulus. Yes, and name and, is that. Um, the Romulus thing is, well, that it's that's where the city of Rome, Italy, was named. There's a legend of two brothers, Romulus and Remus, who were uh, raised by wolves, and and Romulus founded the city of Rome. That is the that's one of the Roman legends. I have a book about it over here somewhere. What what are you doing with that? I, no one can see what you're doing. I'm doing the I'm doing the wolf of the the mouth of the wolf. Oh, okay. So shiny is is using using her um, arms and bending them. I don't know. There's no way good way to describe it. So she's <laughs> She's I'm bending trying... my, I'm bending my elbows, and then I'm holding on to my shoulders, and then I'm opening, and then I'm putting. It kind of reminds me of Baby Shark, but with. Okay. Anyway. So, Baby Shark. So anyway, so Romulus <laughs> is um, this guy who is very. Uh, well, I think we find out over the course of the episode that he was, you know, he was, he was an athlete. But the problem was that the doctor, Milo, was expecting the werewolf to have gotten rid of that zoo guy. Mm-hmm. I guess, what do you, why do you think he wanted that to happen? Because he wanted the wolves. I don't think he wanted the wolves. He had the wolves. I think it might have been one of those loose ends sort of thing where we just get rid of the, I mean, Even though... We find out later that... Oh, I think he wants to keep them. He wants to keep them quiet, and one of the best ways to keep someone quiet is if they disappear because they're dead. My, That's my guess as to what they were doing, which is weird because he also, we find out, he paid, the doctor paid um, the, what's his name, Hamner, the zoo guy, to let him get the wolves. And apparently... Paying the man was not enough to ensure his silence, so they sent the werewolf after him. At any rate, is there any more in that scene, or do we just go to the scene of at the gym? We just go to the scene at the gym. Yep. We just see a long thing of women and men doing their thing, and then we see Bruce and... Oh, uh, yeah. It's, like a, it's and, like a panning shot across and, the gym to Bruce and, and Romulus. What's his name again? What's his name again? Romulus. Yeah, Romulus. And, Somewhere in that transition before the gym scene, we hear a news report that Romulus is going to double his charitable donation if Batman shows up to pick up the check. So at the gym, Bruce Wayne and Romulus are lifting weights, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a there's a woman who's with them. Uh huh. They're talking a little bit about his plan to get Batman to pick up the check. What does he say is the reason? Because he's the world's second best af- athlete. Well, Gotham's second best athlete. Mm-hmm. 
he thinks that Batman is the the second best athlete. I can't remember. Something else happens at the Batcave. I don't remember if there's anything important about it. But um, but uh, he show Batman goes and shows up at at Romulus's house. What does Romulus do to him? Um, what house? Did... At Romulus's house to pick up the check. He shows up real creepily. Yep, and uh, uh, it comes uh, in through the window. No, he comes through. Yeah, he comes through the window. Or door window. Or no, other... door. Maybe it's a door that's made of glass. A door. After Romulus wrote the check, I noticed something weird was going on with Batman. Do you remember what it was? He was sweating. <clears throat> and soon after he started sweating, he notices that it's hot in there. But what happens to him? He um um, he says. Gas, of course, and then he falls on the ground. Falls on the ground, and out through the the door to the other room comes Milo, the doctor, and they take him to where that shack was, where they were, where they met the first time. That that is the Milo and Romulus, and Batman gets chained to the ground in the middle of this big open thing. I don't know, quarry maybe, and they take they make a point to show that they took off his utility belt before they t- before they took him there. Mm-hmm. I'll point that out. It's going to come back later. Okay. Next, we get this whole scene at the... Um, well, I, I might be getting this out of order, but that's okay. Uh, we get a whole scene where we find out how Romulus became the the werewolf. Who wants to tell how, how that flashback went? So Romulus wanted to... Um, uh... Wanted to win the Olympics, and so he trained, but he didn't feel strong enough. So he went to Milo, and he asked, and and he, um, and he, and Milo said steroids, but no, he said you wanted something more. So what did he give him, Shiny? Um, that thing in the where. The Timberwolf thing. A Timberwolf yeah, so like serum. A serum, right. Um, it had steroids and Timberwolf DNA. And then at some point after after he did all his stuff and won all his races wait, wait, and wait, things. Wait, you forgot. He told um, um, him that it still needs testing, but he snatched it and drank it, and he said, too late, Milo, and... And he, um, what's it called again? Um, flexed. Oh, what does not? Yeah, so it was one of those things where, where, um, Milo was talking up the whole thing, knowing that Romulus was just going to drink it without thinking. (laughs) Knowing that Milo, yeah. And so he acted all surprised, but really, he, then right after he smiled with that evil smile and you knew that he was going, that that's what he wanted in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so he goes and he does all this competing, wins all this stuff. Yep. And then this, I got a little confused here after he comes back. I get, does he turn into a werewolf after that and yeah. then comes back to Milo? Yeah. No, not a and real and werewolf. He just you're... gets oh, he Oh, he is free. He's not, not full. All the way, all the way gone. Um, and, and then, t- and, and then Milo gives him another thing, and he drinks it. And um, but before he drinks it, Milo says that 
you're in an early stage of werewolfism. Were werewolfism. Werewolfism, right? Well, and then he drink, and then he gives him no, 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 another vial of the stuff. One. The second thing, and the then he, and then he turns into a full-on werewolf. So, but but but, go ahead. He tells he, Milo tells him that that can't be healed. So, but he says an advanced werewolf can can do what can be reversed can turn back oh okay so what milo told him is that i can't reverse it when it's at the early stage but i can reverse it at the late stage and so the second vial was supposed to make it to late stage but as we saw in an earlier scene Milo has the antidote, which is red, as opposed to like the green or the black or whatever the other ones were. No, it was green. Okay. He um, he will. He's not willing to give Romulus the antidote because he's got muscle now. He has. He has, He's he's controlling. Uh, Romulus because he's the one with the antidote, so he thinks that Romulus will do whatever he says. So, Romulus turns into, the werewolf. The werewolf. And, the Ro werewolf. and Romulus warns Milo. He he basically he's saying you you gotta give me the antidote because there's no there's no telling what the what the werewolf will do. In a weird way, he sounds like he's kind of concerned for Milo's safety. Right. Yeah. Or bat. Or bat's safety. I don't know if he cares about Batman. I don't know, but it's weird. Just really weird. A little bit. So what happens when he turns into the werewolf? Oh wait, sorry. This the, in, in the middle of this, this we get the scene where Harvey Bullock finds out that that the mm -hmm. zoo guy um, let you know. That's where we find out about how he got paid to let them get the timber wolves. Okay. Yeah. Not super consequential, but but it does send does send Harvey to the spot where somehow I don't know how Harvey knows where to go, but he shows up eventually at the same place where Batman is. But I'm getting a little ahead of me, ahead of the story. So, uh, Shiny, what happens when Romulus eventually does turn into the werewolf? He chases, um, what's his name again? Milo. Milo. And then Milo falls on the ground, and then he goes to Batman. <laughs> well, what happens to the what happens to the antidote in that, that little fight? It breaks. And Milo yeah. runs out of the little shack, and the whole shack collapses on the werewolf. And I started thinking about the three little pigs, <laughs> like, he, like the, the the wolf. The werewolf was so mad he blew the house down. Mm-hmm. And Milo and Milo was the first little pig. And he, but he got he out. The second little pig. And um, right, and then I think he just kind of tosses Milo into a thing, and he and. Turns his attention to Batman. So Batman is chained to the ground because, yeah. of course, there's chains in the middle of this quarry. I don't know why. Anywho, um, how does he get out and how does the story end? Wait, I think Wait. I know why there's chains. Like in a Minecraft video, that people are attacking a hippo. Well, it to me, okay, it seems to me that, of course, it's possible that they could have, you know, while Batman was knocked out, they could have put the chains and all that stuff on the. Um, the handcuffs in there. Um, but I, I, it just I think, seemed a little convenient. I think it looked like they I were. I think it was where um, uh, the, the Olympics happened. I don't know. Okay, but 
I don't think so. It just it, it looks like a construction site. You were saying that you said like there's like Gotham something or other, but I don't think it was whatever the word you said uh, when we watched it. I think it was Gotham Construction. And you said something else. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, point is, Batman's Batman is uh, has manacles on his on his wrists and he's chained to the ground. Uh huh. How does he get out of the situation, Radiant? Uh, and he he finds something to pick the locks on the things. Then it's a paper clip, um, a paper clip, and, and then he uses it. Wait, I think it's a hairpin. I don't know. That looks like a hairpin. Yeah. Yeah. No, and he uses not. it, and he uses his mouth to my to, to pick it up. Then, then he uses it to. <gasps> I forget. Yeah, unlock, he, he unlocks uh, both of them. Uh, unlock a cuff, but when he unlocks that one, he unlocks the other cuff. So he, he uses his mouth alive. to unlock one hand and uses his hand to unlock the other hand. Right? He's free and alive. And they fight a little bit, and he runs. Uh, he runs up to um to the top of this little thing, and over the over. I guess I don't know what you'd call it. I guess because it kind of looks like where it's been dug in this quarry, so it's come up to the top of the quarry. And there's like a chain there and some other things. And below on the ground, that's where we see Bullock and the, the police squad come up and they are they, they see Batman fighting the the werewolf and they get their guns out and for some reason Bullock says not to shoot. Does he explain why he wants them not to shoot? Um not yet. Does he ever? Yes, he does. What does he, he say? Does. He says let's let him handle it for now. Right. And and basically, um, how do how do we how does Batman take out Romulus in werewolf form? Um, um, he kicks him while I'm a swinging on on a crane thing. What was then, the, yeah? What was on what was on the edge of that the cable with the of the crane? A ball, and then he swung and kicked him. Then. Then just at the right time he jumps off. Romulus gets hit. And lightning comes down, strikes the thing, and then Romulus falls into the water. And do we ever? Oh, th- okay, then we see Milo getting carted away into the ambulance. I remember he says something, but I forget. Do you remember what he said? Probably not that important. No. Okay. And then the very, very last thing we see is we see a werewolf howling at the moon. So we know that he gets away, but I don't know if we're ever going to see this character again. Okay, let's talk about things we liked and didn't like. I think we started with your brother last time. If I'm not correct, well, we'll find out later. What'd you like there, Shiny? Just the girls working out. That Of the whole episode, you just like you like that girls exist in the, in the thing? Yes. I, you're probably right. This is a very boy-heavy cartoon. Yes. So I'm glad that mm-hmm. you're celebrating the girls. What about you, sir? I I don't know. Probably the story. It's, it's just cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. He likes it. Um, I'm trying to think. Let's see. What do I like the best? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing that, that sticks out to me. There's not a lot. I don't dislike most of it. So this is probably not going to get a great review from me in the, in the over in the end. But I can't and, think of anything that sticks okay. out that's awesome. Okay, something that you don't like. Want me to start? No. You want to start? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, go. I don't like the talking. <laughs> okay, well, you're turning into your brother, only liking action? Yes. Okay, how about you, sir? What don't you like, Radiant Brutini? That's Talk. a story. Hey, don't interrupt. I don't like talking. Also, I absolutely love the action. Auction. Auction? There's no auction. Auction. Oh, okay, you're getting a little loud there. Auction. Action. And five, four, three, two. Dad's turn. Uh, things I didn't like. Oh, there was something. What was it? I didn't understand what the point was for Milo. Why he needed control over Romulus. That didn't make any sense to me at all. So I thought that wasn't very well developed. Okay, so uh, ratings. I'm going to give it a three because it's not horrible but it's not great two out of five five. you think two out of five what about you sir i said two out of five i heard you one out of five one out of five so you definitely liked almost got him better than this one yeah yeah okay basically the next episode of indoctrination will feature terror in the sky guesses about who that's about Terror in the sky. Um, um, the penguin. Um, yeah. It literally says terror in the sky. Is aka the penguin. Or the penguin loves birds. True. But what else is in the sky? I forget. Planes. Sailor truck. Yes. Bats. Man bat. Could be man bat. We'll find yeah. out. And the next one's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Christmas with the Joker. Joker. But I saw one that's called. Joker's Wild. Yeah, we'll get to that one. I'm itchy. Yeah, Joker's Wild is um, two episodes away from now. So we have Terror in the Sky and Christmas with the Joker and then uh, some of the ones that we saw um, on the when we were that were really close to. Heart of Steel? Yeah, those ones. Heart and, of Steel Part 1, Heart of Steel Part 2. Yeah, we'll talk um, about that. And then after that, I think it's, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? And then Joker's Wild. So actually, I'll say this now. Um, After next week's episode, or whenever that one gets released, we will get four episodes in a row where they are exactly in order in the collection, which I will probably mention two more times. All right, so that is all for this week. Ready for the sign-off? Mm-hmm. This is Nation. Episode 19. Before I do the final send-off, I just want to point out that we can't be sued for the names this time because my children don't know how to actually say the name. Apparently, they said Drutini, but when I checked it online, it's Drautini. D-R-A-T-I-N-I. So we're going to go with Drutini and call it good. You have been listening to Indoctrination. You can find us on Twitter at Indoctrination or email us at Indoctrination at gmail.com. Share your suggestions for the final sign-off, and you could be the listener for the week. You should be able to find all this information and all recent episodes at Indoctrination.com. Rate and review us if your podcatcher lets you. I hope you are nice to us. Many thanks to my children for going along with this and my spouse for encouraging it. I promise I'll get to the dishes soon. For Radiant Drutini and Shiny Drutini, I'm their dad. And to our listener out there, A squared plus B squared equals C squared. All right.
say, and now a word from our non-sponsor. And now a word from our non-sponsor. Do it again, but don't walk away until you're done. So we just finished watching. Not. Nah, nah, <laughs> <laughs>